0: Well, Shabbat Shalom, it's almost Shabbat very shortly. And so I want to give you a Shabbat Shalom and Revelation look at Apocalypse. I want to first just thank you. I just checked. Yesterday was the fourth year anniversary of our son's departure to be with Yeshua. Uh, Shmuel, Samuel, Samuel, our son, 30 years on this planet we had with him. And he left to be with the Lord. The Lord took him, took him away from the evil to come. In Isaiah 57 1 and he took him to be with him and it's a tough is a tough time always a tough time I have a real tough time at putting pictures But I want to just thank all of you uh, who I just happened to check I threw on some pictures in the early morning hours last night uh, a few pictures on Facebook on stories I saw so many so many so many hearts and and likes and loves uh, he was beloved shmuel was loved samuel was loved by so many people and is loved and i'm sure his love has many friends in heaven many many is creating many beautiful things in heaven now in his artistic abilities and his incredible creativity and where my wife and i had a time together uh last night remembering him with a candle and uh praying together and talking to the lord about him and to him and uh always difficult. Every day is difficult. if I have a real hard time looking at pictures at all, had a hard night night last night, but I'm so anyway, thank you for your love. And thank you for remembering Samuel, those of you know him and, and and remembering him with us. So Revelation now to the apocalypse to Revelation, these two verses, we're spending a lot of time with, we talked about he's coming with the clouds, he is coming back. He's coming back with the clouds. And another verse to add to the ones we already mentioned is Second, is First Thessalonians 4:17. I uh, hadn't mentioned that one. That it says that we who are alive will be caught up together with Him in the clouds. In the clouds. So again, He's coming with the clouds. He's coming on the clouds. The clouds, picturing God's appearance. The clouds of witnesses. The cloud of witnesses in Hebrews 12:1 with his people he's coming with the angels in second thessalonians 1 7 with his mighty angels in flaming fire he's coming back and that revelation of yeshua he's coming we with his saints with his kiddushim with his angels and we're going to be with him at some point whether here or there we'll be with him he's coming back but i want to ask you this question uh you know it, it says that we if it says that we love his appearing. We love his appearing and we long for his appearing in 2 Timothy 2, uh, 4 verse 8. We, we long for, literally it's agapeo in the Greek, we love his appearing. We're, you know, the thing we're anticipating, we can't wait for him to come back. We're longing for that. We're looking forward. We're looking to his coming, uh, Peter mentions. Then why would there be mourning and lament lamentation at his coming. Why would there be lamentation at his coming? And where does it say this? Well, it's the next verse in verse, uh, it, says it's, it says in verse seven, but verse seven, again, behold, he comes with the clouds and we'll, and every, every eye will see him, we'll see him every eye, and looking at the Greek order, and those whom him who pierced will wail, will wail, will mourn over him, all the tribes of the land. Yes, amen. Well, why not rejoice? I thought we'll rejoice. So why will there be mourning over him? Why mourning? This is a a word that, that means, you know, it means not celebration, but actually tears, and it's just the opposite of celebration. So why not rejoicing? I thought it would be a celebration. Well, because, maybe because he's interrupting He's intruding upon. Maybe it's considered an intrusion to many, because his coming to a hostile. I would say, why would you, the Lord, want to come back? Is this his home? What's his real home? Well, we would say, Hashemayim, the heavens, is the Lord's home. Heaven is my home. Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. He says in Isaiah chapter sixty-six. But the earth was his. He created the earth and the earth is going to be his. He's coming back to redeem what was taken away. The enemy tried to dethrone him and has done so in a way successfully for a season. He's called the God of this world. The Hasatan is the enemy. Satan is the adversary. He's called in 2 Corinthians four four. He's he's one who, who deceives the whole world, it says, Revelation 12.9. But God is going to dethrone take Satan, take his throne back and set up his throne. And he's going to set it up in Zion, in Jerusalem, in Israel. And just because as Israel's been tried to, he's tried to, the enemy's tried to destroy Israel. He's going to do it where his promises were given. So think about it personally. There's two differently, different reactions to a storm. To a storm, many would see a storm as dreadful, Others see it as something welcoming, something wonderful, something we we're looking forward to. Some see an army, uh, two reactions. The army is coming to liberate or the army is coming to take vengeance or a rescue attempt. Think about it, that rescue attempt, does it spell doom or does it spell deliverance? Liberation or vengeance? Well, how, do, how are we going to feel with Messiah's coming? We say automatically, oh yeah, it's gonna be great. Well, not necessarily for many people. Many people will feel it's an interruption, an intrusion on their plans, even believers who will have nothing at the Bema, at the judgment seat of Messiah because they're not living for God at all. They are saved but as through fire, 1 Corinthians chapter three says, be saved as through fire, 1 Corinthians 3, 13 through 15. And so are my hopes, and my plans and my ambitions preeminently here on this planet? Is, my, is that where my hopes and plans are? Preeminently, my ambitions preeminently? Doesn't mean it's wrong to have them, but is, are they preeminently here? Are, uh, is my life primarily here? Or am I living only for the here and now? Or am I living with an eye for the hereafter? And I for the hereafter, and I for the olam habaz, we'd say in Jewish terminology, the olam, the, here, the life to come. Will his coming, listen, will his coming be an unwelcome intrusion in my life, interrupting my life, all my plans? No, God, I don't want you to come yet. I've got too much stuff I want to do. Or will it be a long awaited liberation? Oh, God, yes. Like Keith Green used to say in one of his songs, uh, Come away, come away, come away, come away from this mess. And God took him early, didn't he? God took him, I think at 26 years old, I think Keith Green was, serving the Lord, living for the Lord, and God took him. Again, just like Enoch in Genesis 5:24, he was not, for the Lord took him. I mean, that's the way I, I look at it. And the Lord takes sometimes his servants. So, am I living for the here and now, or am I living with an eye for the hereafter? Will his coming be an unwelcome intrusion or a long-awaited liberation? Philippians three nineteen and 20, the enemies of the Messiah's atonement message, of his atonement message, are saying, Paul says, of them their end is destruction. Their God is their belly and their glory is in their shame. They set their minds on earthly things for our citizenship is in heaven and from there... We eagerly await, we eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. We're eagerly waiting his return, eagerly, because that's where my primary citizenship is. Yes, I'm a citizen here on earth. Yes, I have a citizenship in the country, but my citizenship is primarily, is first, is first, foremostly, in heaven with the Lord. Now, that doesn't mean... I'm not responsible on earth, doesn't mean I don't have ambitions and goals. And yes, we should for the Lord to be, to be a good steward and a good, and a good ambassador and use the skills he's given us and be as light in this world, salt of the earth, the light of this world as Yeshua taught, Matthew 5. Absolutely, but his coming is gonna be mourning for many because there, he's in, it's considered an interruption and an intrusion rather than a liberation And uh, and a vengeance, it's going to be a a vengeance on the wicked, on the wicked, and and a judgment on all evil that has taken place, all injustice and evil is going to bring it. And so that's why he says, Yes, in Revelation 1 7 here. Yes, after he says this, they'll all mourn because of it. Yes, Amen. A vigorous, vigorous affirmation and approval of that. And then Yeshua says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, and we'll get into that more next next time. So you have a Shabbat Shalom, and we hope to see you at service at our normal location tomorrow in the Fellowship Hall, where we'll be tomorrow for service, Shabbat Shalom.